I watched um, uh, Making a Murderer, Alexis Ooh, and Dawn and all of you. Was, you know, here's the word. It. Here's the word. Oh, first of all, thank you, Netflix. Thank you for saying what you just said, Lex, because thank you, Netflix. I don't know if they're going to start doing this with all uh, serialized shows, but uh, they did a nice recap before the first episode of the second season oh, even started, smart. Lex. So smart. I hope they do that with uh, uh, um, House of Cards. I hope they do that for all of their serialized shows that have long breaks in between yeah, seasons. we don't remember. Girl, I don't. I, I, I forgot Alexis's name about an hour ago. Yeah. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. come on. Yeah. Our own I called her Trudy. What's yeah. the frequency? I don't know. I don't know. 101 point polka. <laughs> I don't know. So any hoodlies, um, here's the word engrossing. Mm. Okay. Engrossing. I you jump almost, right back into it. You get right back into where you left off, which is, you know, they're both in jail. Brendan. Uh, and uh, um, uh, what's his Steven. name? Stephen is there in jail, and now it's the fight for an appeal. And Stephen gets that high-powered lawyer that has been that is famous for overturning convictions. Girl, she is a barracuda. Wow. I'll turn that into a longer word there. <laughs> she is. I enjoy her. I enjoy her very much because she ain't messing around. No matter where you where you fall on Stephen Avery's uh, guilt or innocence, she is a fascinating character in this second part. So that's why I say engrossing. You, if you like those true crime podcasts or like Alexis, all eighty seven versions of Law and Order. Yes, I do. You, you may actually like part two better than the original Making a Murderer. But so how much access did they give the filmmakers? Oh, you're all up into the lawyer's grill, Lex. Okay. Oh, you are following her whole strategy of how she's planning to over, hopefully overturn Avery's conviction. You're in meetings. You know, now obviously the young lady's family is not talking and every episode, I find this fascinating. I don't know if this uh, is a legal issue or just um, a journal uh, uh, trying to be journalistically decent. But at the end of every episode, they now put up a graphic of all of the people that have turned down an opportunity to be a part of the mm. docuseries. And it's a long list. It's a very long list. Uh, but you get an inside view very much. I mean, it is... Look, there's no beating around the bush. Uh, you are seeing much more of the defense strategy than uh, hearing from, I think it's uh, the, the Burbox, Herbox. Uh, you, you know, you don't really hear from them at all other than one friend of the victim. He's interviewed quite a bit. So, look, it is very slanted because there's not a lot of people talking about the grief that the family's going through reliving all of this. I mean, they, they mention it. But because no one wants to take part from that side, it's 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 a little it's a little unbalanced, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. At least they're showing you who alone. they tried to get the opportunity to have on. Yes. To make it so, more balanced, and they want to show you that they're attempting probably yeah. to reach out to those people, and they're not willing to participate. But engrossing. I mean, you do feel like you're in a real life Law and Order episode because you're watching the the lawyer. Uh, use her forensic experts, her DNA experts, her private investigators that she's worked with for years, 
recreating, like for instance, you know, they found the RAV4 of this of this young lady on Stephen Avery's property. Mm-hmm. So they recreate, you know, they've they found blood from Tari- from the young lady in the back of the RAV4. Well, this lawyer is going through like recreating putting the young lady in the trunk and what the blood splatter would really be like. Mm. And does it match with how the blood is in the, the real RAV4? Mm. It's fascinating. Wow, yeah, it's, I didn't need to get into this. Yeah. You girl. You're convincing me to watch it again. Because at yeah. first I was like, I already know the and I already know what's happened. Yeah. It's real life people, but I don't know. It was uh, to watch the process, yeah. I think you you would enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because of this lawyer alone. Okay. Yeah. How, did you finish it or did you No. F- we went over in? no, we stopped and we went over to the Great British Bake Off, and then we went over to the Haunting of Hill House, oh. which we will talk about after Tom Arnold. Uh, my husband, if you listen closely, you can hear him filing the divorce papers. Uh, he was not happy with me last night, making him watch the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, Ooh. his palms are probably still sweaty. He was a nervous, and so was, uh, and our dogs did not like it either. Dexter did not like the noises coming out of our speakers. Ooh, Ooh child. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about Haunting of Hill House. But bottom line, I'm, I think we're three episodes into Making a Murderer Season 2. I re- recommend it, especially, like I said, if you like these true crime podcasts. Engrossing is the word I would use.